You're listening to the Stag Sports Network Podcast, only on FairfieldStags.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Stag Sports Network Spring Season Preview Series, a series where we dive into each of the Fairfield University Athletic Spring Sports teams, have a look at their upcoming season, talk a little bit about how the roster is made up and some of the things that are happening off the field or building up to the season. Um, and I've got a good one here today. I'm JJ Duke. Hope that you all are doing well out there. And today we are talking about Fairfield men's lacrosse. And I'm happy to be joined now by head coach of the program. That's Andrew Baxter. And this is a different one because unlike some of the other podcasts that we are recording, we actually get to talk about a game. Um, coach, you guys went out to Stony Brook this past Saturday. We're recording a couple of days before the home opener, which we'll get to that in a little bit, but tight game down at Stony Brook, always a very good opponent, especially to open up the season, a nice litmus test. And it was a one goal loss, but there's certainly a lot of bright spots from that game. Definitely. We, uh, you know, one we'd like to have back for sure. I think uh, we had a great first quarter. Um, we did a lot of the things that we've been working on throughout that, that first quarter and then slowly got away from some of the things that, that kind of, you know, make our make our brand special um as the day went on and i think for for whatever reason um but a tough opponent you know they had a lot of experience on the offensive end and it showed down the stretch for them um but uh i think overall it was a, it was a great learning experience i think the film was was incredible for us as a staff and, and we broke that down with the guys on monday and a lot of teaching and, and learning moments um from that game that i think is going to going to help us throughout this year if we're going to pinpoint one or two things that we're on a positive side that people should come and expect about this Fairfield men's lacrosse team in 2022. What would that be? Yeah, I think um, we were, we were, we were very happy with our defensive performance. You know, I know we gave up 13 goals. Um, It was, it's a, that's a great offense. They got, like I said, very experienced, some great players. They got the American East player, offensive player of the year on their team. They got some great Canadian players. They got some scores. Um, And we were, we're, we're, we're pretty relatively young on the defensive end. You know, we're starting up. We started a sophomore in goal. We started a freshman, a sophomore, and a junior at close defense. We started a, a junior at long stick midi, and we had two freshmen that were running uh, defensive midfield for us along with uh, with uh, with a junior. So relatively uh, uh, inexperienced and young on that end. But uh, those guys did a great job. And, and um, you know, we, we feel like that's going to be a, a good uh, a good foundation moving forward this season defensively. So we were happy there. And I think um offensively we had obviously some bright spots um individually I think um you know um we have a little bit more experience down there I don't think those guys played their best game necessarily on Saturday so I'm excited to see kind of their development this week as we get a get another full week together and um I think we're we're we're, we're, we have uh you know we're capable of more on the offensive end so um you know face-offs are also positive for us obviously I think we went 50 percent 58 percent at the x and um did a good job there competing and, uh, uh, you know, the ball just didn't bounce our way for whatever reason down the stretch. And, uh, but uh, we were happy with the compete level, happy with the defense, um, happy, like I said, with individual performances on the offensive end. We just got to continue to tighten things up all over the field. Yeah. One of those individual performances, he's, he's listed academically as a junior, but he basically is kind of like a freshman where Bryce Ford back into the mix, a uh, big game on Saturday with six goals to assist. And, and yeah, for those that may not have remembered, he was actually firing on all cylinders in that shortened 2020 season. So it's nice to get him back and boy, that must've been big for his confidence to have a game like he did. Unbelievable. Yeah. He's uh 
you know, Bryce um, was named the captain before the season started. And uh, he's an incredible leader, incredible player. We, you know, we couldn't be happier that he's back with us. Um, he's playing playing an attack role this year. Um, you know, his freshman year, he played at the midfield, and then last year was hurt. So technically, he's actually a red shirt uh, freshman, actually, technically eligibility-wise. So, um, yeah, he's uh, he's he's a handful down there. Um, he's got, you know, great skills, um, great, great footwork. Um, He's a matchup issue for a lot, a lot of people. You know, he does things in practice that, you know, a lot, not a lot of people can do. And and we're we're glad he's he's we're glad he's wearing the black and red. That's for sure. Absolutely. How much are you looking forward to getting back out in the home field in front of fans? Especially, I you know last year is a little bit of a mixed one in terms of having you know big crowds at home. You get to have a proper game day on Saturday when Wagner comes to town. So, how much are you looking forward to that? Psyched. You know, Rafferty is uh, an incredible place for for game day. Um, just creates an awesome environment for 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 the game for the for you know the game of lacrosse, and um, we're excited to show our brand. I think, uh, like I said, we we uh, we're tightening some things up this week. We got a full week together with the guys to to get back to work, and um, I think you're going to see you know an energetic group out there Saturday, um, fired up to go. Absolutely. And for those who are curious uh, what it is, it's Saturday, of course, one o'clock. Fairfield's going to be taking on Wagner in their home opener. Make sure to get over to fairfieldstags.com for more information about the schedule to get your tickets as well. Um, and we hope to see you out there. And if we don't, make sure to watch on the Stag Sports Network as well as the Lack Sports Network, because that's going to be a home for Fairfield men's lacrosse this season. Uh, looking ahead at this season, looking more specifically at your non-conference, nice variety of teams. You got a couple of different conferences of teams that you're going to be facing three from the big East with Villanova, Providence, St. John's got a couple of teams in the NEC mentioned Wagner already sacred heart also uh, keeping that rivalry going from across town, a couple of America East teams. In addition to Stony Brook, we got Binghamton on the schedule and then Harvard and Quinnipiac and you know, kind of piecing the schedule together. What goes into one of those types of where you're trying to figure out, all right, what works best for us as a program, but what also gets us ready for league play when the CA starts in April? Yeah, absolutely. There's there's uh, a lot of factors that go into the schedule, and I'm still trying to get a handle on it myself, being uh, being a relatively you know new guy at this. But uh, yeah, we feel like the schedule stacks up for us pretty good this year in terms of our um, um, non-conference schedule, which you alluded to, um, and then the dates that we're traveling to feel like it coincides to a good a good cadence for us, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, we got some, we got some, 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 you know, rival games in there, I would say, you know, we gotta, we gotta beat a couple of these teams in order to consider it a rivalry, but you know, you got your typical, um, um, Catholic and Jesuit schools on there with Providence and Villanova. And, uh, and then, um, um, like you said, we're playing a bunch of different conferences. So it'll be a good, a good test for us. Um, so we've broken up the season into kind of that preseason non-conference conference and then playoff schedule as well. So, um, you know, obviously right now into that non-conference schedule and just trying to think one game, one game at a time. Um, you know, we always say it's a, it's a big game cause it's the next one. And so we got Wagner this weekend and that's where we're focused and, and, and then we'll move on from there. But, uh, yeah, the schedule, uh, this year, I think lines up pretty well, uh, for us, like I said, in terms of the, the cadence from a, from an away and home stretch and then, and then the, the variety of teams that we are playing. Well, certainly it's going to be a lot of fun and also a lot of fun seeing some new teams here at Rafferty, especially because you know, haven't seen Wagner at home in a while. Harvard coming to town, of course, that was a rematch from what was a couple of seasons ago for that matter. And then 
Providence at home, St. John's on a Tuesday under the lights. I think, you know, for the neutrals, you know, in addition to folks who have played sports before, it's always those midweek night games that kind of get you fired up a little bit. You know, under the lights gets you going. And in fact, actually, you guys did something cool in the fall season where you ended up kind of having that Tuesday night practice. Tell a little bit about uh, what that was like. Yeah, absolutely. That was that was a blast for the guys this fall. We we went to a couple of the older guys at the end of last year and said, hey, what do you guys think about, you know, doing some night practices? And it's always good to get out there under the lights. It brings a little extra juice, a little bit, a little extra energy. Um, you know, so we were out there, I think, three times this fall or four times this fall on Tuesday night um, out there late. And, uh, you know, we used it. Uh, you know, obviously as a prep for, for the spring that you alluded to in terms of having some of those night games, um, but just, just a way to bring some energy and mix up the practice uh, schedule for the guys to have something to look forward to that night and decompress after a long day of academics. And um, yeah, it worked out really well for us. We were, we, you know, we, we used it as a connection piece as well. We were able to get the guys food after, uh, have the guys stick around and, and, and share some food after practice and, and talk about practice. And a lot of those night practices we used to compete and, and really ramped up the level of competition through the drill work. And we did a lot of scrimmage work at those at that time too. So yeah, they were, they were, uh, they were three of the, three of the better practices we had in the fall. That's for sure. It's interesting you brought up the bit about you know getting the group after practice. Last year, we didn't really have that because you kind of were sequestered into pods a little bit. It's not often that you had a chance to really have a full team practice, get everybody in the field at the same time. So how much did everyone miss that, at least for the ones that were coming back? And for you as a coach, now to have that piece kind of back into the rotation of building this group together. Yeah, it's been the biggest thing, to be honest with you, um, just having the the time together that we didn't have last year where we had, you know, we had to have two, sometimes three different groups, depending on the temperature of the pandemic um, in, in the locker room and or in team meetings and things like that. So it was, it was, it was tough for everyone. Um, and now this fall, we, you know, or this past fall, we were able to get, uh, we had a full fall um, where we were able to practice 20, I think we went 24 times or something in the fall together you know, had a fall scrimmage. Um, and then this spring, obviously, we, we, we've been going full tilt since January 12th. We were able to get the guys back early and spend some time with them before classes started, which was huge. So um, just being able to have that connection time, you know, player to player, player to coach, all that stuff has been the, been the biggest difference from from my first couple of years here. Um, and I, I think it's I think it's been paying off. Absolutely. And uh, for those who are actually kind of unfamiliar that you guys out on your social media channels have been putting together some really good things, but it definitely shows also how tighter this group is. I mean, you go through an experience like what we have in the pandemic. That's one thing. Eventually you're going to come together like that, but there's a couple of trends and slogans that you guys have put together this year. And I'd love to kind of get your thoughts behind it. The first one would be um, the only need everybody bit. And I know that's kind of the hashtag at the end of every post that goes out. So where do, first off, where do these, you know, slogans come together? Because it's always a different thing per year. So how, does that work? And then how do you kind of just get the temperature of the team right to know that, yeah, this is going to be the one that sticks? Yeah, absolutely. It's a great question. So the uh, the one mantra, the only need everybody actually uh, comes from, from Coach Shea and my time at Yale. That was something that he preached to the guys and something that I really latched on to. Um, and it, and it, the, the, the meaning behind it is that, you know, we value every guy um, every day and their, their, what they bring to the, to the team. Um, and we structure practice accordingly so that every guy is in the game plan, every guy, or at least understands the game plan 
Um, every guy feels valued at practice. Every guy knows the importance of each rep at practice. Um, and, and it creates a sense of, uh, being committed to the same thing, you know, and I think that's what we're striving for. I think every coach strives for is just having, you know, however many guys on your roster committed to something outside of themselves and, 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 um, and that's huge. So that's kind of one of the ways that we try to, to, to build that within our program and have guys, um, be selflessly committed to Fairfield across, um, through that one mantra. And then, um, you know, the, the better than yesterday that came from, um, our, our leadership council this year, we, we proposed it to them and said, Hey, what is there, is there a, is there something you guys want to talk about at practice and something that might mean something to you um, that we can, we can hang our hat on this year. And, and that's something that they came back to us with and, and said, yeah, they voted on it and said that uh, better than yesterday. And I think the meaning behind that is, is that, you know, they just try to value every day in terms of that being a learning experience. You know, we talk a lot about learners in our program, um, and, and using experiences that we have as, as, as teachable moments. And I think we want to just try to be better versions of ourselves every day and, and a better team every day. So um, we're trying to be better in whatever it is than we were the day before and, and push, our, push, push ourselves and push each, push each other. Absolutely. And it definitely sounds like from the player's perspective as well that everybody comes in, basically kind of leaves everything at the door and says, all right, yesterday was yesterday, whatever has happened up until this point it is. Now we want to go out and execute, have a solid practice, and then we go and do it again. But, you know, 1% better. No, it's a lot of coach speak, but it definitely seems that everybody's grasping it, which is definitely for you. It's got to be exciting. Definitely. Yeah. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, I think building, building the culture here has been, it's been, it's been tough with, you know, faced with all the things we've been having to deal with. But I think um, at the end of the day, it's, it's what's going to make us special here. And um, we've got a lot of guys that are believing in a lot of things that we are, we're doing here. And, um, you know, I'm hopeful that, that that shines through this season. Absolutely. Well, coach, before we let you go, you know, this is your chance to kind of send the message out to those listening at home or probably trying to get themselves fired up, ready to go and support the Stags come this yeah. weekend as well as any uh, game throughout the season. So what's your message to them and trying to get them behind this group? Because I know last few years there's been certainly building steps that this could be something special this year. Totally. Yeah, we're psyched. I mean, we, 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 um, we talk about um, when we have strangers come to our practice or our game, JJ, all the time about what we would want them to say about our team. And I think the thing, the things that always stand out to to, to me um, when we talk about this with the guys are, and I have it written up here in my in my whiteboard in the office, are physical, loud, and we, that we care about each other. You know, and I think that's that's the brand of lacrosse that we want to hang our hat on. We want to be physical. We want to be the loudest team on the field, and we want to make it known that we care about each other. Um, and that every guy on our roster is is important and valued and and uh, and and they care about each other. So um, hopefully that again comes through in our brand of lacrosse starting this Saturday at home. Absolutely, cannot wait, Coach. Always appreciate your time and best of luck not only this coming Saturday but throughout the season. Appreciate it. Thanks, JJ. Of course. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Stag Sports Network spring season preview series. Uh, if you like this episode, want to listen to all of our uh, series previews, all you have to do is visit fairfieldstags.com slash podcast or by subscribing to the Stag Sports Network on Apple Podcasts. 
Make sure, as I said earlier, check back fairfieldstags.com for all your information regarding Fairfield Athletics. Make sure to give uh, Men's Lacrosse a shout on social media and go follow them at Stags Men's Lax on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us as well at Fairfield Stags on Twitter and Instagram and at the Stag Sports Net on Twitter. Thanks again for hanging out with us, and we'll talk to you all real soon. Thank you for listening to the Stag Sports Network podcast. For past and future podcasts, visit fairfieldstags.com.